Coming up this week, hear all about Julie's trip to Walt Disney World. Welcome to this week's episode of To the Mouse and Back. This week, we will hear from Julie, who went with her husband and her three young daughters. They got to do a lot of kind of extra add-on things while they were there. Now, we're going to talk about all of those in the podcast, of course, but if you would like more information about some of the stuff that we talk about, you can find links to a lot of those things in the show notes. So for example, they stayed club level at the Polynesian and they were able to buy extra fast passes because of that. If you are not familiar with what club level is or how to go about getting those extra fast passes when you do stay club level, I have links that will give you all of the information that you need for those things in the show notes. So last week, I answered a common question that I get a lot. And this week, I am going to tackle another one. So one question I get all the time is, am I a travel agent? The answer is, I am not a travel agent. Uh, I've got two young kids. I've got a full-time job. I've got a Disney podcast between those things. I just do not have the time or the energy to devote to being a travel agent because I've seen that for those who do it well, it really is a full-time job. Um, I do, however, use a travel agent for myself on all of my trips. I mean, as informed as I am or as I think I am, I don't know everything, especially since I'm only able to go to the parks every year or year and a half or so. And I like having somebody who is much more knowledgeable about the big picture than I am, somebody who I can go to to answer all of my questions. I also like knowing that if there's any kind of an issue with my trip that requires a phone call to Disney, my travel agent is the one who gets on the phone and she keeps an eye on discounts that come out and stuff like that. So I know plenty of people like booking their own trips, but for me, since it doesn't cost me any extra to use an agent, I always use an agent. Um, If you're curious, I personally use Mackenzie at Perfect Story Travel. I do have a link to her website in the show notes. Now, I just want to clarify, Perfect Story Travel is not a sponsor of this podcast. I get no financial incentive for mentioning Mackenzie or mentioning her agency. I am just sharing her name because she is amazing. And uh, if you need an agent, I think it can be really hard to pick your way through who are the people who are really, really good at their jobs and who are the people who think that, you know, being a Disney travel agent sounds fun and easy. So I just want to make sure that if you do need somebody, that you have somebody who is just really good at their job. So anyway, on to this week's episode. So Julie and her family stayed club level at the Polynesian for most of their trip. And they got to do a lot of fun extras on their trip, like I mentioned before, which means that they were just able to get a lot of stuff done in the time that they had. So I'm really excited for you to hear all about it. So let's go ahead and get to her trip report. Hey, Julie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for being on. How are you? I'm good. I'm exhausted from holiday stuff. (laughs) (laughs) 
Turns out I have to do a lot of holiday stuff when I'm going away the week before Christmas. So I'm ready to get away. You know, it's funny. We went to Disney last year before Christmas. We were there the first week of December. And then we got back and we had to like shove all of our, you know, usually like a month of holiday stuff into just like two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's great to go to Disney at the holidays, but then you also just have to like fit so much more stuff into a very condensed period of time. Exactly. <laughs> and it's tough, but but you do it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you sacrifice for Disney. Exactly. It gets me motivated, for sure. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, before we jump into talking about the trip that you have coming up, tell me a little bit about what is your Disney history? So I don't have a big Disney history. Um, I haven't been since I was about 11. And even then, I don't have that many memories. I have a few magical memories, but really not that much. So um I kind of consider myself a first timer, especially now that we're going, my husband and I are going as adults with kids and we're doing all the planning. We're coming from such a different place that I really am just considering this a first time trip. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely your first time planning it. And if you haven't been since you were 11, yeah, it's going to be like a whole new Disney world with all of the new stuff that they have. Exactly. Awesome. Okay. So as you are making this plan, are you trying to build in as much structure to your plans as possible? Are you trying to put a whole lot of flexibility in your plans? Where do you fall on that scale? So we have a lot of structure in our plans. Um, I love spreadsheets. (laughs) So any excuse to make a spreadsheet, I'm there. Um, I really have a plan for almost every minute of the trip. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. But I know that in reality, that's not going to happen. But I just like knowing that we have something to do if we need it. And if the kids want to do something else, that's fine, too. Totally agree. I, like I've said before, having a plan that you choose to throw away if you need to is way better than not having a plan and trying to create one on the fly. Yeah, exactly. And I don't really know that much about Disney. So having this plan and knowing what's around us, where we are and what snacks there are, I think that's going to help us a lot and make everything easier. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Okay. So who is going to be going on this trip with you? So this is going to be in myself, my husband, my six-year-old daughter, Harper, my four-year-old daughter, Sadie, and my two-year-old daughter, Belle. Is Belle by any chance named after a specific Disney character? She's not, but I kind of <laughs> want to lie and say that she is. <laughs> but, but no, we just like the name. Awesome. So you so they're all girls, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. That is a lot of girls. Your husband is very outnumbered. He is. <laughs> now, how are you going to be getting there? We're going to be flying, and we're actually flying into West Palm Beach to visit my husband's family first, and then we'll drive a rental over to Disney, and we made sure to get one that they have on property, one of the rental cars. Um, So we'll drive over to Disney and return the rental car there. So you won't have the rental car while you're on property. It's just to get you from West Palm Beach to Disney World? Exactly. Okay. All right. So what are your trip dates? Um, We're going to be going 
December 15th through the 22nd. All right. How did you pick those dates? So we wanted to go in December because it's cooler. We're not really that into going to Florida in the middle of the summer (laughs) with all the heat. And um, we usually visit my husband's family in West Palm in December. So we figured we could just combine the trip and save on flights. So that's how we chose that. And um, originally, we actually booked for the first week of December. But so many things were happening in the first week between Magic Kingdom was only open one night that week because they had um, a cast member party Mm -hmm. one of the nights. And then the rest were the Christmas party. And... um, the Rise of Resistance was opening, and what else? Oh, I was so mad. They released free dining, and they skipped over the first week of December. That's when I had it. Uh-huh. That's when I called my husband and told him that we had to switch weeks. <laughs> so we did, and that's how we got to the 15th. Nice. So did you end up getting free dining in this new time period? We did, and I also wanted to do club level so I could buy the fast passes. And that wasn't available for the first week of December. So we ended up getting free dining with club level and we purchased fast passes. So now I'm just happy. Nice. You know, it's funny, like people flip out over free dining sometimes. And for some people, you know, if it's just a couple going by themselves and they're like, we got free dining, it's like, well, great. But, you know, you passed up a 20 or 25 or 30 percent discount on your room or something like that. But when you are going there with you and your husband and the two kids who you have to pay for their food, free dining is a great deal. Yeah, it was. And I did all the math out. So I think we paid about $200 more than the 30% discount. Mm -hmm. And it was only for this one room. And then that gave us free dining, the whole free dining plan. And there's four of us. And then my two-year-old, and she'll be eating off our plates. So it felt like it was saving us a ton of money by doing that. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited. Awesome. All right. So where are you going to be staying? So we're going to be staying at the Polynesian. And then um, the Polynesian is our mainstay, but we added a day onto the beginning and end of our trip. So we'll be at the Dolphins the first night and then um, the Yacht Club the last night. Okay. So... How did you pick the Poly as kind of your primary place to stay? So we picked the Poly last year when we booked, and neither of us really knew anything about Disney at the time. Um, We knew that we wanted to stay on the monorail, and honestly, our neighbors just came home from Disney, and they were at the Polynesian and said it was wonderful. Uh So that's how we chose it. And we just kind of stuck with it because I read more and more about it. And it actually looks like a really, really awesome resort. And I'm more, I got more and more excited the more I read about it. Awesome. Yeah. And is that where you're staying club level? Yeah. Okay. All right. And then what made you decide to add the nights on at the beginning and the end? So the beginning, we added a night on because we had family in Orlando also, and we wanted to visit with them. So they're going to come have lunch with us on Sunday, but they're still doing their everyday schedule and life and everything. So the kids have school on Monday. So that's why we added a day on before. And the Dolphins actually very reasonable. So um, that was pretty simple. And in the end, that was to save on flights. It's much cheaper to fly out in the morning ah. than in the afternoon. So on our 
what was going to be our last night, we had the Christmas party and we knew we were going to be up late and we didn't want to take a 7 a.m. flight. Mm-hmm. So we decided just to get another room and the cost that we're saving with the flight actually covered the room. And then there's a little more that we're saving. Um, and that way we could take out early flight out the next day. Awesome. Okay. All right. So how many days worth of tickets do you have? So we actually have seven days. Okay. Seven days. Yeah, we have a ticket for every day that we're there. Okay. And I'm guessing you're planning to hit all four parks when you're there? Yes. Okay. Are they park hopper tickets or not park hopper? Park hopper. Okay. Park hoppers are so great when you're staying in sight of a park because, you know, if you guys decide to come home early from Epcot and your kids see Magic Kingdom across the lagoon and they're like, hey, you know, like, can we pop over there for this thing? If you're like, no, we don't have park hopper tickets. We're not allowed in there today. Like, that's just disappointing. But you're like, you know what? We can because we have park hopper tickets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. So let's talk a little bit about how much time you have allocated for each park in your plan. Are there specific parks that you're planning to spend more time or less time at? So we definitely have a lot of time in Magic Kingdom. I kind of planned it out by making a list of all of the big experiences we wanted to do, kind of like Bibbidi Bapu Chief, the Cinderella Castle, and um, then there's what else do we have? We have, I wanted to do Toy Story Land all at once, stuff like that. So I kind of planned out our big experiences and then planned around it. So I think we have, we have a lot of half days, about four half days in Magic Kingdom, something like that. Um, and Epcot doesn't have a lot going on right now from yeah. what I can see. So we're really just kind of passing through there because we have to do Frozen, of course. So we have like, I don't know, two or three hours, maybe two times during the trip there and um Hollywood Studios of course we're doing Toy Story Land and I wanted to do it at night because I hear it's really fun Uh so we're doing that again and then my husband threw in last minute that he wants to build a droid Uh and that he wants to ride Ride of the Resistance I I said good luck with that one but we did make a (laughs) droid reservation (laughs) okay all right so you go ride Rise of the Resistance we'll see you in like seven hours yeah, exactly. Because I'm sure you want to drag three kids across Hollywood Studios by yourself. Right. And <laughs> maybe or maybe not get a, get a boarding pass that you don't know when you're going to load. It could be in the morning, it could be at night. I don't right. know. That sounds a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, let's talk about the different parks and some of the highlights you were most excited about each of them. So you mentioned Epcot, that there's... Um, there's a lot of construction, but there's not a ton of things to do there. So what are the things that you are excited about at Epcot? So I'm excited for Frozen Ever After. We actually have three fast passes for it. So I guess we're going to be passing through three times. Okay. So uh, we're doing that and meeting Anna and Elsa. My girls are so excited for that. Um, I guess I'm excited for the holiday kitchens and snacking around the world. Uh, we're most, well, I'm vegetarian and my daughters eat mostly vegetarian. And there's not a whole lot at the holiday kitchens that are vegetarian. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. It'll be fun to walk around, I guess. Yeah. Do you have any dining reservations at Upcut? We are doing Garden Grill Breakfast. Awesome. So, yeah, I know that you like that one and it 
It looks pretty good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Every time people say that they're going to Garden Girl, especially for breakfast, I am simultaneously excited for them because I love it and so nervous that something will go wrong and be like, thanks for the recommendation, Rachel. (laughs) So um, I'm excited to hear how it goes. I think it's going to be fun. It's a cinnamon bun, right? That's like the main exciting part. Oh, yeah, for sure. They can't mess that up. Yeah, it's amazing. And then I know that they have um, like a vegan platter there with, um, I don't know, I guess it's vegan bacon and stuff like that. So I figured I'd try that. Okay. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit about Hollywood Studios. What are the highlights you're most excited about at Hollywood Studios? Um, I'm really excited for Toy Story Land. We're doing that all in one morning with the club level fast passes. We were able to get all three rides in a row. Awesome. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. And I'm excited to build a droid. For some reason, my four-year-old's excited. I think she saw a lot of commercials on TV because she doesn't know anything about Star Wars, but she is so excited about building a droid. (laughs) So that should be fun, too. (laughs) Nice. So will she be the one who goes in with your husband to do that? Um, we actually did three reservations, and it's my husband, my oldest daughter, the six-year-old, and then the four-year-old. And okay. I don't, I don't really know how we're going to arrange it going in. Um, I know my husband wants to build one, but at the end of the day, of course, that droid is going to end up going to my two-year-old because right. she's going to be like, "Where's my droid?" Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll just go with the flow. Okay, so you all will build three droids. Yeah. Fun. That'll be cool. Okay. All right. What else are you excited about at Hollywood Studios? Well, we're going to look at Galaxy's Edge. Besides building the droids, though, and trying the blue and green milk, I don't really have any more plans there. Uh And I don't know what my husband's going to do. I think on the last day, he might try to ride the ride of resistance. Okay. Um, And besides that, we also have a reservation at the Hollywood Brown Derby. And I don't know why I really want to eat there, but for some reason I do, and I'm really excited about it. Fun. I've heard really good things about it. Yeah. I I don't know what attracts me to it, but for some reason I just really want to go. Oh. So we'll do that. We ended up doing deluxe dining. Um, we ended up upgrading our dining plan. Okay. So we have like a few extra credits. So I just thought that would be a fun one to go and use them on. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Now, will you all do any of the shows like the Frozen sing-along or the Little Mermaid show or the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy or anything like that? We do have a fast pass for the Frozen show. Okay. And I'm not sure if we're going to make it to that. It's a little, I mean, I planned it ahead of time, but the way the fast passes worked out, we would end up being in the park for an hour longer than I really wanted to be. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. And then I did have a Disney Junior Dance Party fast pass, and it was the first one of the day, and my kids were so excited. And then I got an email that it was canceled, oh. and they just canceled the first show. I know. So they gave me a Little Mermaid one, and I guess we'll do that. Well, we'll see. The first day that we go, we are going to go to Hollywood Studios at night just for the evening without any fast passes. So we might try to catch frozen then. Okay. We have a few plans that are kind of up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. That works out. Okay. Awesome. All right. So what about animal kingdom? What are the highlights you're most excited about there? 
Um, I'm definitely excited to see my husband go on flight of passage. Okay. He doesn't know, (laughs) he doesn't know anything really about Disney and he hasn't really asked about any details on this trip. The only thing that he told me from the beginning was that he wanted to go on the Avatar ride. Okay. Somebody at, yeah, somebody at work told him that he had to do it, but he's not even sure what it is, (laughs) but he came home and said, that's the one thing he has to do. So will he go on it by himself? Yeah, he's going to have to. So my oldest, I think, what's the height for Flight of Passage? Is it 40? I it's something say, above what she is. I want to say it's 44 inches. I think you're right. So I think my oldest is 42 inches. Okay. We will have to go on that separately. But I did get a fast pass for everyone. And um, we have a few extra magic bands. And I don't know if you're really supposed to do this, but... If he likes it, I figured he could just take the girls' fast pass and their magic bands and go on. Ah. So we'll see. We have a, I know. I don't know if you're really supposed to do that, but but we have four fast passes for it. And I, I might go on. I don't really have a huge interest in it. So yeah. I might just give him mine too. Okay. Um, and we're also doing the Rivers of Light dessert party there. And I haven't heard the best reviews on that, but that's another one like the Hollywood Brown Derby. For some reason, I just really want to go to it. <laughs> and I don't know why. Um, it just looks really relaxing. Like yeah. it's outdoors. They have, um, they have some drinks there and kind of like get away from the crowds. And it's early. I love that it starts at 530. Yeah. That's huge. So we'll do that too. Okay. And then do you have any dining reservations at Animal Kingdom? We do. We are going to eat at Tusker House. Okay. What what time of day is that meal? It's kind of an odd time, and I chose it. I'm not sure why, but um, we're going to eat at 2.30. Okay. And then following that, we're going to go on the safari. That's why I kind of pushed it back because I heard the animals are a little more active toward the evening. Okay. So we have um, a fast pass for the safari from 3 to 4. So I'm okay. trying to get there toward the end of that. Okay. All right. So then um, with kids that age, the heavy hitter Magic Kingdom, what are the highlights you're most excited about there? Yes. So the biggest one is definitely we're going to be doing Dippity Bop Boutique, followed by um, the signature celebration at Cinderella's Royal Table. Fun. And we ended up doing that because we couldn't get a regular reservation. Okay. But um, yeah, I, I just talked to them recently because I called every day trying to get a reservation around the same time so it would fit our schedule. Uh-huh. And they told me that on non-party nights from the hours of, I think it was 5 to maybe even 4.30 to 6.30-ish, they only book Cinderella's signature package, uh. I guess, to sell those primetime hours. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's really true. I know you hear one thing from one cast member and then something else from somebody else. Right. But that's what I was told. So I kind of gave up on looking. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, we just stuck with the package. But it comes with the the after fireworks dessert party. Uh-huh. So they, they have like their special viewing area, I think. And um, according to touring plans, Magic Kingdom is going to be a 10 on the crowd calendar that day. Uh, okay. So I'm kind of happy <laughs> to have this dessert party. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we're really only going there in the evening for those specific things. And um, then we're also doing early morning magic another day in Magic Kingdom. Okay. And that looks pretty fun. And it looks like Peter Pan is back on it. I know it it went from Peter Pan being on the list to not on the list. 
and have it back on. Yeah, and when they first introduced it, it was like Seven Dwarves, Peter Pan, and I think Winnie the Pooh, and that was it. Mm -hmm. And it was like, mm, do I really need like an hour and a half to ride those three rides? Like, I guess if you want to ride Seven Dwarves 15 times in a row, then fine. But now that they've added mm -hmm. so many more rides, and really, it's like, you know, you can tackle most of Fantasyland in that hour and a half. I think it's a great deal. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking it was a pretty good deal, too. I know with the three rides, I thought either Seven Dwarfs Mine Train would have the longest line ever the whole time, or I don't know, you just get bored of riding Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we we are excited about that, and we'll probably avoid Small World during that. I hear that's like a 20-minute ride, Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I think I have a fast pass for that another day, so we don't have to waste 20 minutes on Small World during that. Oh, that's smart. And then we also have the Christmas party. Okay. That's our last night. Well, actually, it's not our last night anymore because we added on another day. Okay. So we have the Christmas party on Friday night, and we did um, the Tony's Most Merriest Celebration, uh -huh. I think it's called. And that one, I think by that time, our kids are going to be so tired from the week. We have a double stroller and then a single stroller that we can pop out from underneath there. Uh -huh. And I think all of our kids will just kind of sleep. Yeah. And then my husband and I will go and relax. <laughs> and then we'll shake them awake for the parade. Uh -huh. And they wake up pretty nicely. So I think they'll wake up nicely, watch the parade. This is all in my dream world, of course. And then <laughs> they'll fall asleep. <laughs> and we'll wheel them home. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But that's the plan. Okay. Awesome. Now, do you have any dining reservations in Magic Kingdom other than Cinderella's Royal Table? We do. We also have a Be Our Guest right before the Christmas party. Okay. And we have a, a Fast Pass for Enchanted Tales of Bell right before Be Our Guest. Oh, fine. And we have Be Our Guest. <laughs> I know. I'm going to see me, which is really hard to do in Disney because... They don't let you plan everything exactly when you want to plan it. Uh-huh. So I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping we can sit in the West Wing with the snow coming down and then walk out to the Christmas party with the snow coming down. Oh, that'll be fun. You see snow from the ballroom, too. Oh, is it the ballroom? Okay, I should write that down. Yeah, the ballroom is... It is both of them? I, I don't actually know about the West Wing. I haven't sat in the West Wing before, but in the ballroom, which is the largest room and it's the main room where you enter, the whole wall at the end is, you're, it's like you're looking out and it's dark and you can see the snow. Oh, okay. Oh, good. I'm so glad I mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been really disappointed if I in the long room. <laughs> and the West Wing... I actually think it's a tiny little bit scary because like it's a little bit darker and like the lightning flashes and you see the picture of the of the prince change into the beast and whatever and like it's cool but I think for younger kids both of my kids were scared of that room they were like oh we want to get out of here like right now so oh now that you say that I do remember hearing this I don't know why I wrote down West Wing you're right I think I heard somebody say they went in they were sat in there for breakfast and they had to get up and leave because their kids were terrified uh-huh yeah okay <laughs> so stick to the ballroom yeah okay. yeah the ballroom is fun and bright and stuff so perfect 
Okay, cool. Very cool. So you guys, um, the BR guest reservation, is that for lunch or for dinner? That's for dinner. For dinner. Okay. All right. Awesome. So do you have any dining reservations outside of the park? We do. We are also doing um, the Perfectly Princess Tea Party at the Grand Floridian. Okay. And that's with Aurora. and It looks cute. Fun. It looks magical. Um, and then we also have Artist Point. And I had been trying for months to get that. And I just got it a few days ago. So I'm oh, still fun. super excited about it. That is great because you're taking advantage of the area you're going to be in. It's not too terrible to get from the Polynesian to Wilderness Lodge and the Polynesian to Grand Floridian. You can walk. Yeah, I read that. I'm super excited about walking. I love walking whenever I can. Yeah. As far as artist points, so I, I thought that there was going to be a boat from the Polynesian directly to Wilderness Lodge, but it looks like that's not the case. You would have to take two boats. Yeah, you can take a boat from the Poly to Magic Kingdom and then transfer to a smaller boat that will take you from Magic Kingdom to Wilderness Lodge. Got it. Yeah. Okay, well, that could be fun, too. Yeah. Nice boat ride. Yep. Or, you know, you can take it. Well, I guess it's harder to take a lift when you have three littles with you. Yeah. We actually have a car seat vest called the Ride Safer vest that we use. Okay. My four-year-old can use that. And then I have a little portable um, booster seat for my six-year-old. Okay. So I am prepared to take a Uber car seat where they only have one car seat. Oh. If that's the case. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I don't... I don't know how many they have around there. Uh huh. Around here, it's very easy to get them, so I'm used to that, but I'm not sure yeah. what it's going to be like there. But between minivans and the Uber car seat, I'm hoping that the few times we need to use it, it should be okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Is there anything else about your trip that you're particularly excited about that we haven't talked about yet? Um, let's see. Oh, the first day that we're there, so we're going to lunch at Chef Mickey's with um, our family in Orlando, and then we're going to go on the Grand One yacht for a daytime cruise. Oh, fun. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be kind of like a little boring, maybe, because there's not much to see. Usually you would do a fireworks cruise, but it's going to be the first time that my kids see the castle. So I thought that was kind of fun to see it from a boat and just being on that, the Grand One yacht, it looks like it's it's a, an experience. Yeah, so for sure. So we're excited about that. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, it sounds like you guys have packed a lot of stuff into your week. So I am so excited to hear how it goes. I think that you guys are going to have a blast. I think you're going to come back and be pretty exhausted, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, you guys have so much fun and we will talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, Julie, welcome back from your trip. Hi, thank you. How are you? I'm good and tired. I'm sure because you came back and then immediately had to rush into the Christmas craziness. We did. And we also do Hanukkah. So the first day we got back was Hanukkah. Oh, and then, okay. Yes, which is still going on right now. And then we also had Christmas. So 
it's been very, very busy. Yeah, that's definitely a lot going on this time of year. So I'm sure hopefully you'll be able to get a break in a couple of days. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's go ahead and talk about your trip. So you guys were going to be getting there on Sunday the 15th. So tell us a little bit about how did your arrival day go? So our arrival day was great. We had the rental car in West Palm and we left there bright and early, 730. And um, we were staying at the Dolphin for the first night. So we got there around 940 and um, we had planned to return the rental as soon as we got there. So when we got there, there was a million cast members there. I'm not sure if they're called cast members at the Dolphin, but a million (laughs) people there to that were helping us with our luggage. And uh, my husband mentioned that we had a rental and they said, oh, we, we take it for you. We'll go and return it. So that was pretty huge. That Oh, wow. Li- I know. I didn't know that was a thing. So that was awesome. We just got out of our car and we were done with it. Um, so that was super smooth. And we went to check in and it was before 10 a.m. and our room was ready, which was great. So they brought our luggage right up. And um, I wanted to go to Magic Kingdom for just a few hours before our lunch reservation at Chef Mickey's at 2.15. Okay. So um, I originally planned to take a minivan, but the app said that there weren't any available or mm. I guess it would have been a long wait. Mm-hmm. So I decided to just go out front to the bus and that <laughs> that ended up being a little bit of a mistake. That wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. Okay. So, I mean, getting to the bus stop was fine, and the board said that the Magic Kingdom bus was coming in about 10 minutes, and that just kept getting pushed back further mm. and further, and we had our three girls with us and the big stroller, um, so we also had to take that apart, and we have a City Select double stroller, and when you take it apart, it breaks down into separate pieces. Each seat comes out, and then you fold up the base. So my husband's trying to hold these three bulky, awkward pieces and we're (laughs) waiting for the bus forever. Eventually it came and it was just, it was so packed and I had to hold my toddler and try and balance my kids in one seat while my husband's balancing all of his stuff on the other side. And it just, it wasn't fun. Mm. (laughs) And it was the longest bus ride ever. It took about (laughs) an hour to get to Magic Kingdom. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize how many resorts it stops at on the way. Yeah. So I just wasn't prepared for that. And okay. we ended up missing our first fast pass for pirates. Okay. And that was fine. We we were gonna be in Magic Kingdom so many other times. It wasn't a big deal. So we we went to Magic Kingdom and we got to see the castle for the first time, which was a lot of fun. The girls were so excited. And then we went to Magic Carpets. And okay. that was kind of like a perfect ride for them because that's what they're used to. That's what they know. And they just love that type of ride. So that went well. Awesome. Yeah. And then um, they hadn't eaten anything since breakfast. So we ran over to Sleepy Hollow and got a waffle with Nutella and fruit. Oh, that's my favorite snack. That was really good. I was glad that we fit that in. (laughs) It was good. And um, then we were Dumbo and, then we decided to walk over to the Contemporary to um, go to our Chef Mickey reservation. Okay. How was that? That was that was okay. I, <laughs> I didn't love Chef Mickey's. Yeah. Yeah. The food there is not great. It's pretty low quality food. And just like the atmosphere, there's not a lot of 
decor. It's a little bit sterile and it's kind of chaotic. And um, the character interactions were very rushed. We all four characters came by in about 10 minutes. Okay. So it was like 10 minutes of characters and then done. <laughs> um, but the girls didn't care. They loved it. And we, were, we met family there and their kids loved it. So it, it was fine. It was a little, I guess, I was a little worried that the rest of the trip, all the meals would be like that. But it turned out that Chef Mickey's was kind of a poor representation of Disney dining. Nothing else was really like that. Yeah. So it only went up from there. Yeah. Well, that's good, at least. <laughs> yeah. So after that, we had the Grand One Yacht Daytime Cruise. Okay. And this was just a random thing that I had booked and I was actually considering canceling it because I had heard that even the firework cruise isn't that exciting. Um, but I'm so happy I didn't. So our, the family that we were with, they ended up having to go home because they were still living everyday life and had homework to do and school the <laughs> next day. So, um, we, I arranged for this to, for the boat to pick us up at the contemporary. So we went out to the docks and we see like a crowd of people at the end of the dock and we get closer and we realize they're all crowding around the, the Grand One yacht, which is kind of like a little mini yacht. But it's mm-hmm. so much more impressive in person. Uh-huh. It's such a beautiful boat. And there's um, a captain and a butler. And they came and helped us get on and rolled our stroller on. And you, like, immediately feel like a celebrity. It was so cool. Huh. It was It was a really, really fun experience. And um, they have snacks in there and beverages. And the girls just went crazy when they got inside. There's three <laughs> bedrooms. And oh, the wow. Boat, yeah, I know. It was so big inside. So the boat bedrooms, like the beds are, are really fun. And the boats are kind of, you know, they're built in and they're kind of um, closer to the ceiling. And some of them have windows where you can look out. So they just went crazy. They had like <laughs> the best time ever. And it was perfect because there was only one entrance to the inside and I knew they were safe inside. So we sat right outside. My husband and I sat outside that door and we had a bottle of Prosecco and we just sat on the back deck and (laughs) drank our Prosecco and the sun was going down and it was just, it was perfect. It was beautiful. It was the best hour ever. Nice. That's really cool. Yes. So I'm very happy I didn't cancel that. That was definitely one of our, most memorable moments. Um, and that ended too soon. <laughs> so um, after that, we had our droid building reservations. So we took a cab over to um, to Hollywood Studios. And it was really, it was fun going into Hollywood Studios at night and seeing it at night for the first time because everything was lit up and it, it kind of started feeling like more magical. We started feeling that Disney atmosphere that everybody talks about uh-huh so uh we went directly over to galaxy's edge and that is a very cool land i'm not really a star wars fan but that was very cool it's it's impressive awesome yeah so that was fun and we saw some stormtroopers when we were walking in and they came over and they started talking to my daughters and they were like terrified <laughs> Oh. And they started asking my oldest for um, for identification. Mm-hmm. And my husband just happened to have a Polaroid picture that I took at Chef Mickey. So he pulled it out and gave it to her. And she <laughs> handed it to the stormtroopers. And you could just see, like, how scared she was. And 
And they're like, I, they, they were talking back and forth saying, I, I don't know, does this count? Is this her? And eventually they give it back to her and they say, all right, we'll let you go for now, but you better keep that identification card on you. So she pretty much held on to that Polaroid for the rest of the trip, <laughs> just in case a stormtrooper came by. That's too funny. It was. It was It was really neat. They are very realistic looking. Yeah. Um, so then we went in and built the droids. And that place is really cool. I mean, it's so detailed. You could spend hours in there just looking around. It's very neat. And they make it so easy. We built two of the R2. I don't know if they're called R2 units, but two of them that looks like that. I, yeah, I, I think they're R2 units. Okay. Yeah. And then my husband built a BB-8, and the BB-8 is definitely way more adorable. Okay. He's he's hard to use, so it it worked out nicely that the girls both had the R two units because they're much easier to actually play with. Okay. And then the BB units just really cute. Okay. So that worked out nicely because my husband's not really playing with his droid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long did that process take? So it took us probably about 40 minutes, which okay. is longer than most. And that's just because I built with Harper, who's my six-year-old, and I had um, my two-year-old in my arms the whole time. So <laughs> I was kind of helping her with one hand, but they're so helpful there. And they assisted and they did like the screwdriver part for me because I was a little hard with one hand. And then my husband took a little bit longer because he destroyed with my four-year-old Sadie and they each built one at the same okay. station. So they were doing two. So that's the only reason it took longer. And um, then afterward we did go to the store that that's connected there and we got personality chips and had okay. those put in. So that added some time too, but it was good. It was really fun. And awesome. my husband loved that experience. Fun. So then um, we had to try the blue and green milk. Okay. And the blue milk is definitely way better. Okay. So we had two of those and Harper and Sadie, the older girls both drank those. And the green milk is, you think it's going to be good. And then there's like this crazy aftertaste. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's not good. So we okay. gave that one to Belle, the two-year-old, and she drank that one happily. Nice. So that worked okay. out. Yes. <laughs> I know we take advantage of her. It's bad. But she was good. <laughs> so, after that, it was um, it was probably about 7.20, and I wanted to get going and get everybody to bed. And we were walking out, and I knew that the last Frozen show, the Frozen sing-along show, was at 7.30. So I just quickly ran by to see if they were letting people in, and they were. So we quickly parked the strollers and ran in there. And that was a really fun show. It was it was actually pretty funny. I think my husband and I like laughed way more than the kids did. <laughs> Yeah, the songs are definitely for the kids and some of the special effects are for the kids and everything in between those is for the adults and very well done. Yes, yes, exactly. So it was perfect because we were all entertained here, then they were entertained, and then uh -huh. we were. So it was a perfect show to end our night. And then the snow coming down, it was like a magical nighttime, like perfect ending to our, our whole day. It was just oh, good. so fun. Yeah. Yeah, so that was good, and we ended up catching the ferry back to the dolphin, and um, the dolphin's, like, very poorly labeled, and I was so confused. I hadn't seen the back of that building yet. Yeah. So we got trapped up, like, right there, <laughs> and I didn't realize it, so I ended up 
taking my whole family on this 20-minute walk around nowhere. <laughs> we ended up at some loading docks. It was bad. My husband was not too excited about that situation. But eventually, we made our way right back to where we started and went in the hotels. It was fine. Nice. How yeah. was your room at the Dolphin? It was good. It was pretty big. I want to say it was probably equal to our other rooms, which were at Deluxe Resort. So it was nice. They don't have the extra bed. So we did squeeze. I slept with my um, two-year-old Belle and my four-year-old Sadie. So we squeezed three of us in one bed. Okay. But but that's kind of how our nights turn out anyway. <laughs> so, so that was fine. It was it was nice. It's a nice hotel, but it does feel very disconnected from the Disney bubble. Okay. I have to say, I think you guys had the busiest arrival day that I have ever heard another guest have. You guys got a lot done on your first day. I, I guess we did. The first part was a little stressful, and I don't think I recommend going to Magic Kingdom for just two hours on your first day. <laughs> but we we ended up, yeah, getting a lot in. It was awesome. good. Okay, so then your first full day at the park, the 16th, what did you guys do that day? Yes, so the 16th was when our real like official package started for the Polynesian and we had our dining package and um, that day we did Hollywood Studios again and Epcot. Okay. So um, we started with an early breakfast at Cape May Cafe. How was that? I loved that breakfast. Awesome. It was so good and it might have been because it followed Chef Mickey's which wasn't <laughs> the best experience and then okay. Going into Cape May Cafe, it was like so bright and airy. Everybody's friendly, and the food was so good. And a lot of it was like kind of Pinteresty. Like they had overnight oat parfaits and like mm. individual serving classes and beautiful croissants and jams. And it was just, it was so good. And um, the characters were wonderful. They spent so much time with all of the girls, and they actually came around twice. And then Minnie did a little dance with everybody. It was just like the perfect way to start our morning. Oh, fun. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And I had done online check-in for the Polynesian. And I've heard that online check-in doesn't always activate your dining plan. Okay. So I did call on the way to that breakfast. I called Disney and they assured me everything was fine. But of course, when I went to pay, it didn't come up. <laughs> the was not active. Um, but they were so great. The cast member just took my magic band and she went and did whatever she did and came back and she was able to apply my dining credits. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So that worked out perfectly. They made a possibly stressful situation, like completely de-stressed in minutes. So that was good. Um, but she did say to activate the dining plan, I had to physically check in. Okay. And um, before I could even get like upset about it or worked up about it because we had plans, she said, and you can check in at any Disney hotel. So I'm going to walk you right up to the front desk here at the beach club and you'll just check in here and you'll be good to go. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. I, I didn't know that was an option. So that was fantastic. So we went right up there. It was a two minute process and we got our first visit buttons and everything was good to go. So that was pretty huge too. Oh, nice. So um, after that, we had Hollywood Studios and we had purchased extra fast passes, the club level fast passes. Okay. 
so that morning we were doing Toy Story Land and we were able to do all of our fast passes back to back for all three rides. Nice. Yeah, that was really, that was, that was a lot of fun. It was really cool. And it was um, really busy. So it definitely made us appreciate it more. Oh, good. Now, your two-year-old, which of the Toy Story rides was she tall enough for? Was she tall enough for all of them or were there any she couldn't do? She couldn't do Slinky Dog Dash. Okay. But she did do Alien Swirling Saucers? She did. And she okay. loved it. Fun. Yeah. That ride is a lot more exciting than it, it lets on. Like, there's a lot more to it. That's what I've heard people say. I don't ride that one. But my husband rode it with both of my girls multiple times. And they loved it. Really? I don't know about going on it multiple times. That might get to me. <laughs> yeah. Just watching it two or three times in a row, I was like, all right, I feel a little sick, guys. <laughs> Yeah, it, it really whips you around, but it was it was fun. It was a good ride. Nice. Yeah, and then Toy Story Mania was fun, too. The two-year-old had no idea what she was doing, but uh-huh. I, think, I think she just liked being on the ride anyway. <laughs> um, and we had gone to our first Fast Pass toward the end of the window, and then Toy Story Mania was at the beginning, so we had about an hour before Slinky Dog Dash. Okay. So we went and met... Woody and Bo Peep during that time. Oh, fun. Yeah. And my um, daughter Sadie was actually dressed as Bo Peep. So she was so excited to meet her. And they probably spent like a solid five minutes with the girls, which was pretty good. Yeah. And um, I also got them some snacks from Woody's Lunchbox during that time, which I mobile ordered. And that helped the line go a little faster. Nice eating those snacks so that was good and um after that we did slinky dog dash and we did a rider swap just in case the girls wanted to ride twice Mm -hmm. Um, my husband took the two girls first and then I took just Harper back on Sadie said she never wants to do that again (laughs) (laughs) and that was a fun roller coaster it was good nice and um yeah so by that point we had been there for a little under two hours, and we had finished everything that we wanted to do. So those fast passes definitely helped us maximize our time there. That was pretty much key to um, our vacation. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So after that, we just met a few characters, um, Vampirina, Fancy Nancy, and the girls were starting to get tired. So I just brushed off the other fast passes. I think we had Disney Junior Dance Party and Little Mermaid, but um, they, they weren't really that important to us, so we didn't go to that. Okay. Um, so after that, we were going to head to Epcot, and I could see that the girls were super tired. So we had the double stroller, and then we also had an umbrella stroller that folds up into a little square that we okay. kept in the underneath storage. So we popped that out, and all three girls were sitting, and we were, they were able to rest while we went and took the ferry to Epcot. So that worked out nicely. The stroller was pretty big for us during this vacation. Oh, good. Yeah. So the I love the ferries in the Epcot area. Uh-huh. The friendship boats, I think they're called. Those are really nice. They are. And it seems like there there was never a long wait. And I love that you don't have to fold the stroller up. Mm-hmm. So they were great. So um, after that, we did Epcot and we got a few snacks and we had a fast pass for Frozen Ever After. Um, And right before we went to the Frozen Ever After ride, we met with Anna and Elsa. Fun. What did the girls think of that? So only two of my girls were awake for that. (laughs) (laughs) 
So they had a 40-minute wait posted. Okay. And the one that was asleep in the stroller, I asked if I could just wheel her in so she could continue napping for a bit. And they do allow strollers in there. So that was great. But it ended up only being a five-minute wait. Wait. It was posted at 40 and it took five minutes? Yes, it was It was shocking. So we walked through the whole house, which is really cute. And then we popped out at the character visit and Elsa was there. <laughs> yeah. And we're so confused. Like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. And I tried. It was Harper who was asleep and she's my six-year-old and she rarely naps. So if she's napping, like, she needs it. Yeah. So I tried waking her up, but she was like a rag doll. <laughs> And right before this, my husband and I had shared a few different drinks at the countries. And um, I guess maybe it was the margarita sips that I had. I thought it would be a good idea to just put Harper in the picture in her stroller sleeping. Uh And I thought she would think that was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Turned out she did not think it was that funny. (laughs) So she wasn't really like upset about it, but she definitely did not laugh. So all of our Elsa Anna pictures have her sleeping in the stroller, and I don't want to upset her, so I just kind of deleted them, and we no longer have any proof that we visited Elsa and Anna. (laughs) But it's fine. It's fine. My mistake. So after that, we did the Frozen ride, and since Harper was asleep, I did the rider switch. Okay. And we were about a half hour early for our fast pass window because Elsa and Anna was so quick. Right. So they actually moved up my fast pass too. So I could use it immediately. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. So that was unexpected. And um, that worked out really well. So I took Sadie and Belle on that ride. And they loved it, but hated it at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) They thought the drop was a little scary. Yeah, the drop in the backwards part, especially because it's really dark. Like, my kids are kind of like, what is happening? I do not care for this. Yeah, and it's it's funny that they put it in the Frozen ride, which is geared toward young kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really liked it. But I do see how a lot of kids are probably scared of that ride. Yeah. So we did that. And by the time we got off there which was like 10 minutes later, Harper had woken up. So my husband took her on and my youngest fell. And then Sadie went with me to go get a snack. And we were going to try some kind of caramel stuffed pretzel thing that sounded really good. Mm -hmm. But they had ran, they ran out of the pretzels there. So instead they just gave us soft serve ice cream as Mickey's treat. Oh, yeah. So just having something as Mickey's treat just feels fun. Yes. Even though we... Had way too many snack credits credits at the end of this trip. It just <laughs> something felt special about it. Yeah. So that was great. And we finished there around 2.15. Okay. Yeah. So we finished a little earlier than I expected, which was good. And um, then we went to the monorail. And, okay. And um, I feel like nobody ever talks about the massive ramp that you have to go up to the monorail. It's like four stories high. It really is. You are like climbing a mountain. Yes, it was so much work. (laughs) And so I had the double stroller with two kids. And then my husband has the one little stroller with one kid. (laughs) So I feel like it always works out that way. Yeah. But we pushed our way up there and we got to the top and there was only one other person waiting. So that was good. Um, And another thing nobody ever mentions is like the six inch step 
that you have to go up to get onto the monorail. Like I don't to get, think I remember that. It's like a, you really have to, we had to lift the stroller every time. Oh, you mean onto, to get onto the monorail? Yeah. Yes. Yep. I know what you mean. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when you have like a packed stroller, like three kids on it, you can't just kick the back of it to make the front go up. You need some like muscle to mm-hmm. lift the stroller up, um, which isn't a big deal. But when we first went on, it was us and then one other gentleman in an ECB. So the cast member comes out and he puts down a ramp. And the man just rides right up. And then I mosey on over. And I'm like, oh, perfect. And I am about to go up the ramp. And the cast member whisks it away. Said, <laughs> that, that's only for ECBs. I'm shocked. <laughs> like, what? what? It was right there. Why can't I wheel my big heavy stroller up? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so from then on, I kind of noticed that this happened to a lot of people. The ramps were there. And then the second the ECB was in, that ramp was gone. And Tons of parents were just standing there, like, in shock with their big stroller. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. But, um, but I mean, it was fine. I Luckily, my husband and I were always together when we are getting on the monorail. So it was easy for us to just lift the stroller together. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So after that, we went to – we took that to the TTC and then walked over to the Polynesian – and um, we were staying in a Garden View club level room. Okay. So that building, half of the building faces the lagoon and the other half faces the pool. Um, so I had requested a third floor room and I knew it would be facing the pool, but I wanted the third floor for the balcony. And um, they ended up get, giving us a first floor room. Okay. So I walked in and I said, I'm tired. Let's just go check out our room. And if we really like don't like it, then we can walk down to concierge, which is in the same building there. And we can see if they have anything else. Um, And when we got in there, we realized that they had upgraded us to the lagoon room on the other side. I know. So suddenly I didn't care that much about being on the first floor Uh or the balcony. And I said, Oh, this is really great. So we had a complete view of the lagoon and it was like, one tree was partially blocking the castle just a little bit, which I guess is why it wasn't considered a firework view. Uh, but uh-huh. that's fine. That was fine for us. So that was um, pretty exciting. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then that night we did the storybook dining at Artist Point. How was that? That was really, really great. The food there was probably the best food I had. It was so good. Awesome. Yeah, and it it was a lot of food. We were, like, full for days, but it was so good. <laughs> and the characters were great. Grumpy was so funny. My husband wouldn't stop laughing at him. It was pretty good, and the girls loved it. They they were a little scared meeting the queen. She is, like, serious. She is not going to bring character ever. <laughs> <laughs> so that was definitely a lot of fun. And to get there, we took the resort boats. So we did the Polynesian to Magic Kingdom, and then switched to the Wilderness Lodge. Okay. Yeah, so I definitely didn't anticipate how much time that would take. Mm -hmm. So we only left probably like 25 minutes ahead of time. And I just happened to mention to the captain on the Polynesian boat that we were ultimately going to the Wilderness Lodge. So he called ahead and asked the Wilderness Lodge 
boat to wait for us. Oh, I know that was so nice. Yeah, everything's so nice in Disney. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was huge. And um, we just got off the boat and walked the five steps over to the other side, and they were waiting there. And we ended up getting to the Wilderness Lodge about 10 minutes before our reservation. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it worked out beautifully, but it definitely would have been a disaster if he wasn't so nice. Yeah. If he didn't call ahead. Um, so that was really great. And then awesome. for the Yeah, for the way home, we just took a cab because the line for the boats at the Wilderness Lodge were like crazy long. Okay. And I guess that's because they don't have as many transportation options. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that day. And, oh, and then we watched, um, the happily ever after fireworks from the club lounge in that building. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really nice. It's like a completely glass front room and all the kids sit at the very front. So it was really cute. Do they pump the music in there by any chance? They do. Okay. That's great. Yeah, I think that was actually my favorite way to watch the fireworks. Yeah, because then you can immediately go put your kids in bed. Yes, exactly. We brought them (laughs) up in their pajamas. It was just so easy and comfortable. Nice. All right. So then Tuesday the 17th, what did you guys do that day? So Tuesday the 17th, we went to Magic Kingdom. Okay. And we did early morning magic. Oh, fun. So this is the extra ticketed event that you can get there early and do some of the rides in Fantasyland. Yes. Awesome. How was that? That was amazing. And especially after seeing Magic Kingdom super crowded and then going into an empty Magic Kingdom, Uh it was awesome. It was literally a walk on to every ride. So we did Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Peter Pan, Winnie the Pooh a million times. And um, that was really amazing. It was definitely worth it. And then did you guys do breakfast at, is it Pinocchio House that they have it? They do it at Cosmic Rays now. Okay. So we did do the breakfast there. And the breakfast, I didn't expect it to be great food. And it, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but the kids ate a little bit. And honestly, we weren't even hungry. We had eaten so much the day before at the Storybook Dining uh-huh. dinner. So um, we weren't even like interested in food. So it worked out fine. It was a nice little break. And they had music in the front with the animatronics and stuff. So the girls danced for a while and it was fun. Nice. What did you guys do the rest of the morning? So then we had a few other fast passes for the rest of the morning. Um, We had six total for the day because of the extra purchased fast passes. Uh So everything was pretty laid out. We got to Small World, which my husband was so excited about. Mm -hmm. And Belle actually fell asleep on that one. Oh, which was pretty funny. And then we went to Haunted Mansion, which I love that one. And I was able to carry Belle on just sleeping. And she actually slept through the entire ride. Oh, wow. I know. It was it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just did a few rides, met Merida. And then we had a lunch reservation at the Crystal Palace. Okay. How was that? So that was really good. The, I wasn't expecting the food to be great. And again, we still like weren't even hungry. So we barely ate. But my two-year-old Belle loves Winnie the Pooh. Like, Aww. love, love, love. So we had to do it, and it was totally worth it. When she saw Winnie the Pooh, her face just lit up, and she was hopping around. It was so cute. <laughs> so all the girls had a lot of fun there, and we saw three of the characters right away. And then they had told us that Tigger was going to come to us next, but he accidentally went somewhere else. And... um 
then we didn't even realize this was like a problem, but, and we didn't complain or anything, but then all these people came over telling us they were so sorry. And next thing we knew they were scanning our fans and giving us fast passes. So, <laughs> so we're like, okay, this is great. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So eventually we met Tigger. We were in and out of there in 45 minutes, which I think is pretty good for character dining anyway. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. So that was, it was a lot of fun. I, we liked it a lot, but it was definitely, um, a great character experience for us. I, the food didn't look that exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and then we did the jingle cruise. We had a fast pass for that while we were there. And my husband thought those jokes were like the funniest things ever. Um, (laughs) the girls looked a little bored on that one. They didn't really Uh understand what was going on. Um, yeah. And, and we watched, uh, the parade and, then we did a few more rides and went home around three. And this time we took the resort monorail back to the Polynesian. And that was such a long wait. And it was kind of an odd time to be a long wait. Yeah. But um, it took us about an hour to get back. To oh, the my goodness. I know. So I don't know if that's normal, but it it was just a long time. But that's all right. So um we were supposed to go to Hollywood Brown Derby that evening, and we had uh-huh. a Slinky Dog Dash Fast Pass, but we all decided that we were kind of tired from the day, and um, we canceled those reservations, and we just kind of rested, and we had some food in the club lounge, and then my husband had, like, an odd amount of energy, <laughs> and he decided that we should do the luau, the spirit of aloha luau at the Polynesian at 8.15, Okay. Uh, okay. Let, let's do it. <laughs> and I should have checked the weather. It was my fault, but it was just pouring rain the oh. entire night. So they gave us ponchos and we ran over there and we're soaking wet. They didn't do the show, but the food was amazing. So that was almost kind of worth it. Um, and then we had to run home in the rain and two of the girls were sleeping, but it actually ended up being kind of a fun night. It's like those things that kind of go wrong that end up being some of the best memories. Yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah, it was kind of like one of those things. It was fun. <laughs> well, that's good. At least that's nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And that was it for that night. Okay. So then the 18th, what'd you guys do that day? So the 18th was our big day for Cinderella's Royal Table signature celebration okay so in the morning i just wanted to do something pretty calm so we ended up going to epcot for a little bit okay and it was freezing cold that morning it was Uh, like in the 40s oh yeah that is cold so we actually took a minivan over because i I couldn't even walk to the tcc i said no so cold i can't do it (laughs) so we just went there and we went to garden grill for breakfast how'd that go it was good. And I think it was good. But I think at this point, we were just like, so kind of over all the bulk <laughs> food and so much. Yeah. So we just like took a few bites. But the character meet and greet was really great. The girls loved it. And we were sitting in the upper level. So it was kind of hard to see all of the living, living with the land stuff around you. Uh huh. Um, but from what we could see, it was pretty neat. So it's fun. And after that, we did Soarin' and we did Rider Swap. So my husband took Harper on and then I took the other girls on the North Land and then I took Harper on Soarin'. And at that point, we had a Frozen Ever After Fast Pass, but nobody wanted to walk in the freezing cold over there. So mm. we just went home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and again, that it was like a really long wait for the monorail this day. That's so weird. 
Yeah, is, is that not normal? Is it normally pretty quick? I don't think I've ever waited more than just, you know, one train. Like, you know, occasionally there's one train worth of people in front of me, but then being able to get right on unless you're leaving like right after fireworks. Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds a little strange. Yeah. So it kind of it pushed back my timeline a little more than I expected. But, yeah. You know, you, you adapt. Yeah. So I think it took us a little over an hour to get back to the Polynesian. Okay. And uh, I knew that we had a long night ahead of us. So I tried to get the girls to rest. And of course they didn't. They were <laughs> jumping all over the place. So around 2.15, we went to the Magic Kingdom. And I had them all in these big, poofy princess dresses. Aww. And um, yeah, so we took... Belle, the two-year-old, to Harmony Barbershop, and she got, like, a little updo kind of thing, and they put pixie dust in her hair, um, and it was super cute, and uh, then she walked down Main Street, and she was in a big, poofy Belle dress, so everybody kept saying, hi, Belle, and it was like the crowds were, like, partying for her, and she just thought everybody knew her, so she was just waving to them. It was it was super cute. That's so cute. <laughs> It was. And then my older girls went to Bippity Bop Boutique and Sadie was beyond tired. No. There was just nothing I could do about it. So she was like miserable, didn't want to wear the dress. Um, She was screaming and it was like so embarrassing. She was screaming at the fairy godmother. She usually just screams at me and like, Uh that's fine. Scream at me, but don't scream (laughs) at other people. Yeah. but they were so wonderful there. Like the fairy godmothers didn't flinch. They just kept talking and kept going and suggesting mm-hmm. this, suggesting that. And by the end of it, they had her in a different dress and they had her hair done, nails done. And Harper just loved the experience. And she had everything done. And they both came out looking like princesses. Aww. And that was a lot of fun. So after that, we went to Cinderella's Royal Table. Okay. So for the signature celebration package, you meet Cinderella with Prince Charming in the beginning. And that was cool. But the girls didn't really care about Prince Charming at all. So uh-huh. he's like in the corner in the picture and they're all surrounding Cinderella. <laughs> so we, we really didn't even need him, but it, it was fine. Uh-huh. And um, it's just a really beautiful restaurant, too. So that was fun. They The girls had the best time there. Ariel was there. Snow White, Jasmine, Aurora. So they left there, like, happy as can be. The whole Bippity Bop Boutique drama was in the past, (laughs) and they were loving life. Um, After that, we did a few rides, and um, the night before, when we didn't go to Slinky Dog Dash, it ended up breaking down during our Fast Pass window. So we got anytime Fast Passes. So we had Fast Passes for all the rides that we went on that night, and then we ran over to the firework viewing spot, the reserve spot for that package. Uh Uh-huh. And we got there one minute before the fireworks. Oh, wow. And um, the I know. So we cut it close, but it was a sold-out package, but there was so much room in there in the reserved area. And everybody was sitting. Everybody had a lot of space. So it was so easy. We just walked right in, sat down, and the fireworks started. So that oh, was, good. yeah, that was perfect. That was probably what made the package worth it. Nice. After that, it includes the after fireworks party and that, I mean, after fireworks dessert party Mm -hmm. and that dessert party wasn't anything special, but we went just so the crowds could clear out a little bit. So Uh we weren't walking out with them. And um, we ended up leaving there probably about 1020 ish. 
And the monorail line was still just like, it looks like it was hours long. Uh. It was crazy. Yeah. So we ended up jumping on a resort boat and there was zero line for that. So that worked out perfectly. We got nice. back to the Polynesian in about 12 minutes. So that was awesome. And that was it for that day. Nice. It'll be nice too when they open the walkway from Grand Floridian to Magic Kingdom because it means that technically you'll be able to walk from Magic Kingdom to the Polynesian at that point. Yes, I can't wait for that. I was monitoring that and nothing has happened yet. (laughs) (laughs) All before the trip, I was just crossing my fingers hoping that it was magically going to be built by the time we got there. (laughs) Awesome. All right. So then Thursday the 19th, what did you guys do that day? So that was our Animal Kingdom day. It was kind of supposed to be a relaxed day. So we had a late start. We slept in, which everybody needed by this point. Nice. Um, so we slept into 8 a.m. because that's sleeping <laughs> in our world. Yes, that is sleeping in in children time. Yes. So we did that and we just had breakfast at the resort um, in the lounge. And I got some Tonga toast, which was really good. Nice. And um, then we took a minivan to Animal Kingdom around 11. Okay. And we did the Lion King show there. That was really fun. And then um, we headed over to Pandora and we were able to get fast passes for Navi River Journey and Flight of Passage back to back. So that was really nice. And Pandora is beautiful. I could have spent like hours just looking around there. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah, so both of those rides, I liked um, I liked Navi River Journey a lot, and so did my girls. And Flight of Passage is just like a whole new type of ride. Yeah. That was crazy. Now, did you all have to ride or swap that one? So the way I did our fast passes, I had my husband go first right after Navi River Journey, and I actually did mine later in the day. Okay. Just because I knew that I had heard that it takes a long time, even with a fast pass. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want the girls kind of like waiting around. I wanted them to keep moving. So did any of your girls ride Flight of Passage or just you and your husband? Just me and my husband. Harper tried, but she was a half inch too short. Oh, I think that one's 44 inches or I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. Okay. Well, next time. Yeah. She'll get there. Yeah. That day we had a late lunch at Tusker House, and I loved that restaurant. Awesome. Yeah. I'm also vegetarian, and they have a ton of vegetarian options, so I ah. that's part of the reason I loved it. But it was so good, and the characters there were great. The girls had a lot of fun, and we did the safari kind of at dusk, and that was perfect. The animals were really active. Um, that was a big highlight. They loved that. There was a rhino just walking with us. For a while it was really oh that's cool. cool yeah um and then after that the girls went and met pocahontas and they were the last ones to see her for the day okay and that's when i went on flight of passage and it did take me an entire hour with a fast pass to go oh wow on. yeah but it was still it was worth it i'm not like a big ride person but that one is worth it it's just it's a whole different experience awesome so it was really cool and um, that evening we did the Rivers of Light dessert party. Okay. And I loved that. It was such like a calm, relaxing dessert party. The desserts were really beautiful and they served wine, champagne, beer, whatever you wanted. And it was just, it was so nice. And then we had front row seats for the show. And I know a lot of people don't like Rivers of Light, but mm-hmm. I loved it. I thought it was the best show I saw there. Awesome. Yeah. 
So that was definitely a lot of fun. And um, after that, we just spent a little time in Dino Land at the end of the night, and it was mm-hmm. empty. So we were able to go on Triceratops in a million times. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they also left all the character photo spots. They leave them open so you can go in and take pictures with the backgrounds. So oh, that was cool. pretty cool. Yeah, we went from spot to spot taking pictures and eventually got a minivan home. And um, we were back at the hotel probably by like 8. And then we watched the Christmas fireworks from the room. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So then Friday the 20th, what did you guys do that day? So on the 20th, we had the Christmas party. Okay. I wanted another kind of relaxed morning. And we ended up doing the Perfectly Princess Tea Party at the Grand Floridian. Okay. How was that? That was one of the most adorable things I've ever seen. Oh. so cute. And um, for that, they give the girls all these gifts, and it's like a whole experience. Um, but you don't have to pay for any of the children under three. Okay. So I didn't pay for Belle, and I had all of the gifts on the list um, prepared. I brought them with me. I bought them separately. But when you get there, they do this whole grand entrance where you get a ticket and Rose petals the character. She announces you, puts a crown on, and throws rose petals all over you. So I see, like, my two-year-old who doesn't have the ticket, and she's looking around, and she's just about to lose it. And my husband looks at me, and he's like, you need to go pay for her right now. Mm-hmm. So I quickly ran over, found the guy, and it, he did it seamlessly. The next thing I, I, I paid, and the next thing I know, I walk over a second later, and they're announcing Belle, and everything was good to go. Aww. It was really fun, but I don't recommend taking a two-year-old if you don't plan on paying for them to participate. Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah. So, um, But it was super cute. It was definitely a highlight for the girls. And they parade all around the Grand Floridian with um, Aurora. So it was super cute. And it was a small group. So that was over around 1030. And we were back to the Polynesian at 11. So we had plenty of time to rest before the party. Nice. Yeah. This time, I wasn't going to have a repeat of the other day. So Uh I was, like, really (laughs) going to get them to rest. And they did kind of lay down and rest a little bit. And um, we ended up going to the party around, like, three-ish. Okay. And we had a few fast passes before that. We met Tinkerbell, and then we did Enchanted Tales with Belle, and we had a dinner reservation at Beer Guest at 420. Okay. And um, Beer Guest was fun. It's nice. It's, like... It's an experience going in the castle. It's beautiful. We sat in the ballroom with the snow. Nice. So that was really fun. Um, But you definitely do feel rushed there. At least Mm. our waitress was rushing us. She Mm -hmm. asked me if I was done with my appetizer. And I was like, no. And the next thing I know, she was throwing my entree on top of the appetizer. I'm like, okay, (laughs) yes, I am. Yeah. So um, you rushed through that. But it was still good. And we got to meet the beast. And that was cute. And um, after that, my daughter Sadie desperately wanted to ride Peter Pan and I didn't have a fast pass for it. And it was 70 minutes for the wait. So I noticed Barnstormer was down. So I quickly changed my fast pass to that. And then I suddenly got a multiple use fast pass because it was broken down. That is truly impressive. (laughs) It's working the system. (laughs) So, So that worked out very nicely. And then she went right on to Peter Pan 
So that worked out great. I wish I knew that before, although I kind of like felt a little bad doing it, but it, it did work out nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it works, it works. Yeah. So um, after that, the Christmas party started and my husband was desperate to see the country bear. So we did that first <laughs> <laughs> and he loved every second of it, but I can't believe Disney's like letting that go on. Some yeah. of the stuff they say in there, it's, it's just a little questionable. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So I left there kind of, eh, I don't know. Maybe somebody <laughs> should look into that. Just rewrite the script a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then the party was great. It was great because we had already done all the rides that we wanted to. So I was just like completely relaxed. Whatever the girls wanted to do, we did. So we met Moana and that took about 20 minutes. Uh, we did a few rides like Magic Carpet, Dumbo. Um, we met the Seven Dwarfs, and it was only like an 18-minute wait or something like that. Oh, wow. Which is nice. Yeah. And then we ended up at the Disney Junior Dance Party, and they stayed there for like two hours. And I, <laughs> and I, I didn't even care. I was like, okay, great. They, they loved it. Like They just danced their little hearts out. Aww. And then they all got in the stroller and fell asleep just in time for my husband and I to go to Tony's most merriest party. <laughs> so that worked out beautifully. And we sat down and relaxed, had a glass of wine. And then we woke them up. Um, well, we woke my oldest up. She Actually, she woke up on her own around 1030. And she actually ran over around 1045 with my husband to meet Jack and Sally. And that was about a 10 minute wait. So that oh, worked nice. out nicely. And then we went outside to the reserve viewing spot, which was great. And we woke up the girls. Sadie did not wake up, but Belle did. And they just had the best time watching the parade. It was really an impressive parade. The Christmas parade's a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. And um, leaving there, though, was craziness. Mm. It was packed. We ended up taking the ferry, which was way faster than the monorail. Uh-huh. And that was it for that night. Nice. Yeah, I love the Christmas parade so much. I could definitely watch that every day and be very happy. Yeah, I'm not really a parade person, but the Christmas parade got me. Like, yeah, I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So then Saturday, the 21st, you guys were going to be switching resorts that day. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So how'd that day go? This day, we all slept in and then we switched over to the yacht club. So we had bell services come and transfer our luggage and uh, we took a minivan over to the boardwalk because we had a reservation at Bon Voyage at 1120. Okay. So that was just to like get us in the area. And that breakfast was fun. I think we were all just kind of exhausted. So mm -hmm. we can truly appreciate it. But it was cute. It was a good one. The food was good. Um, it was a little different with the princes there. Again, my kids really just ignored the princes. <laughs> but it was it was cute. It was good. And then I had booked the yacht club because I was hoping to have a pool day and their pool looked really fun uh -huh. but it was only about 70 degrees and overcast and like lightly rainy mm. so we ended up um, just going to the room and kind of just hanging out and resting okay and then later that day we went into Epcot and we had a reservation at Beer Garden okay and the girls loved that they danced and the food was great it was a lot of fun and um, after that, we did another Frozen Ever After Fast Pass, and we ended up getting Sadie back on the ride, and <laughs> she decided that it's her favorite. Aww. So she's over the drop. <laughs> 
And then um, we ended our trip with Spaceship Earth, which my husband insisted upon because he said it was the absolute best ride from when he was a kid. And then we got off it, and I think we all stared at him like, what? And he insisted it wasn't the same ride that he remembered. <laughs> so I don't know. that. I'm glad they're redoing that ride. Yeah. It needs it. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, my husband and I are kind of nerdy, and we find the the content of it kind of interesting, but it just, it feels so outdated, and when we took my kids on it, my older daughter was kind of into it, but my two-year-old at the time was like, what are you doing to me? She screamed the entire time. She was just <laughs> oh miserable. Oh. You know, they take that, like, picture of you that kind of shows up on the map and whatever the picture of my two-year-old is literally of the side of her face as she's looking at me screaming <laughs> well that must have been fun to watch dance around yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny that that was an interesting ride it was an interesting <laughs> it wasn't the the ending that i planned the magical ending but yeah. it was okay <laughs> so so we got back to the yacht club and went to our room and um our flight was super early the next day. It was a 6.40 flight, and we're taking okay. Magical Express, and they were scheduled to pick us up at 3.30 in the morning. Ooh. Yes. So um, we had to get up at 2.30, and it turns out the Yacht Club is a very loud resort, at least where our room was. Okay. It was so loud, and our room was connected to another one, and that family arrived at about 2 a.m. Oh, no. They were just insanely loud, woke us up. We could hear every single thing they said. Even when they talked at a normal volume, you could still hear everything. So I know every detail about their drive, how they arrived, who's doing what, who's not in bed. Um, But luckily, we had to get up at 2.30 anyway, so I wasn't really upset about it. It was fine. And... um, it was only us and one other person on the Magical Express at 3.30. <laughs> it was a great ride. Uh, I've heard that the Orlando airport can be insane. And when we got there, it was empty. I'm sure. So, so that was kind of, that was nice. And as we were going through security, we could kind of see like just swarms of people coming in. So uh-huh. I think we did just beat the crowd. So that worked out. And then we had our 6.40 flight and that was it. Nice. Well, that is awesome. It sounds like you guys were able to just fit in so much stuff into into that week. It sounds like you had a blast. We did. It was a very fun trip. So I'm curious, you stayed at three resorts. If you were going to go back, which of those three resorts, if you had to pick one of them, would you pick to stay at again? Oh, that's a tough question. So the Polynesian was great because it's close to Magic Kingdom. So If I'm going with the kids, I would say I have to go to a Magic Kingdom resort just because transportation can be so hard. Yeah. Um, But even though Yacht Club was a little loud, those rooms were just renovated and they're so nice. And it's so nice Mm. to walk to Epcot and um, just catch the ferry down to Hollywood Studios. So I actually liked that resort best. Okay. Let's talk about the dining plan a little bit. Did you feel like that worked well for your trip? It did. We had the deluxe dining plan. Okay. So we had like 60 meal credits and we used 44 of them for a planned meal. So we did the math out and we did, we did save a lot of money for that. So that was good. But then we also had a lot of extra ones. 
So that last day in Epcot, I just kept buying like quick service meals uh-huh. and all these snacks and stuff. My husband's like, just stop. Can't you buy something for somebody else? And we had a lot at the end. But because it was part of the free dining package, it did work out for us. Gotcha. Okay. So you guys just upgraded to, because you got the standard one for free and you just paid the difference for the deluxe plan? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Did you learn anything this trip that will make you do something differently on your next trip? Well, I learned that you don't really have any control over the amount of time it takes for transportation. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way to speed that up. So just build that in, build it a lot of time. Yeah. Um, Also being on the dining plan, we kind of forgot that you have to tip. So Mm. we just weren't expecting to have to, to have like this large bill at the end for all the tips because with our we have five people in our family, so our tips were anywhere from like fifty to eighty dollars at every single meal. Uh huh. And, and it was fine. It just would have been nicer if we like mentally were prepared for that. Yeah, that's a good point. So, based on this trip, what one tip would you give to a first timer? I think I'm gonna have to go back to transportation for that. Still mm. <laughs> in transportation time, and also kind of decide your priorities if. Your priority is to maximize your time and you would um, prefer to pay a little more to do extras in order to do that. I think it's worth it if that's what you want to do. I think those are both very good points. Yeah. All right. And then my very last question, do you have a return trip in mind for the future? We don't. This was really like a trip of a lifetime. We don't plan on taking the kids back for five years. Yeah. Yeah. After my husband saw all these extras that we did, Mm. (laughs) he's really firm about that five-year mark. (laughs) Maybe you can wiggle it down to like four and a half years, four and three-quarter years. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try my best. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for telling us all about your trip. Again, it sounds like you guys had so much fun, so it was really fun to hear about it. We did, and thank you for having me on your show. Of course. Well, you have a good night. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Big thanks to Julie for coming on the show this week. Now, please remember to submit any 2020 trips that you have coming up. I do have trips selected through February, but anything after that is currently open. So please check the show notes for the link to submit any Disney World, Disneyland, or international Disney park trips that you have coming up. If you happen to have a friend or family member who is going, who you think might enjoy coming on the podcast, please feel free to send them the link as well. I would love to get just a good variety of trips to be able to feature this coming year. That is it for this week. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Mouse and Back Pod. Please rate this podcast or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, but most importantly, have an awesome week. Bye, everybody.